Shaykh, inshallah, I just want to share something very brief that we have learned from the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam as well as from the story of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. First of all is that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we know that when it comes to Ibrahim alayhi salam, there's a lot of um, connection that we find. First of all is that the Prophet sallallahu, I mean Ibrahim alayhi salam, he made dua that he wants this land, the land of Mecca, to be very flourishing and a place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send a prophet رَبَّنَا وَبَعَثْ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِّنْهُمْ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِكَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He responded to the call and the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salam. So one thing that we find from the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam is that when he was young and he was giving da'wah and he was showing the fallacies of the con- behind the concept of worshipping these idols. Of course, these people, when you are stuck on jahiliyyah, when you're stuck on misguidance, no logic can make, com- can make sense to you. There is no logic that can actually change your mind. You're stuck on something, you're stuck on something. So what did they do? They decided to catapult Ibrahim into this magnificent fire, this huge fire. And what's mentioned by Ibn Abbas is that when he was being thrown into this fire, he made a very special dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It was a dua that I want you to understand this. Think about this for a moment. Imagine everyone is against you everyone is saying this man needs to be tortured this man needs to be thrown into the fire everyone is against you and you're being thrown into the fire at that time think about the emotional state that a person is going through you're being thrown you're 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 seeing this fire and you're about to land in this fire what comes from your heart what dua comes from your heart at that time we find by ibn abbas that he says that at that time the dua that came from the heart of ibrahim was hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient for me and he is the best disposer of my affairs and we also find similarly in the seerah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that whenever the quraysh would try to find any kind of opportunity to come and attack the muslims and behind the scenes even though the quraysh were there they were in the community of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam they were always trying to put fear in the heart of the muslims because once again the muslims were the strength of the community they were the strong holders of the community and they were trying to do everything they can the quraysh externally with the munafiqun internally to break this power to break the spirit of the muslims so what did they say they would always come to them and tell them that you know these people they're coming after you and they have a magnificent army they have a huge army and they will wipe you out these were the kind of fears that were being pumped into the heart of the muslims and even in that situation what did the muslims they say people are gathering against you there was fear into their heart but as a result of that fear they never they never sat down they never like succumbed to that fear but rather they their iman increased at that time and Allah says in that situation when they saw that fear in the case of Ibrahim 
physical fear. Here in the case of the seal of the Prophet ﷺ, emotional fear. They're not seeing the army yet, but they're being, they're being, you know, the fear is being put into their heart that this is what's going to happen to you and this is what's going to happen to you. At that time, they read Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. So this is why it is so such a beautiful dua that whenever we sense any kind of physical fear, any kind of emotional fear, you know how many times nowadays there's other things that can put fear into our life. When we talk about today, subhanAllah, one of the key things that many people are talking about, inflation. We see the inflation happening. But the thing is that, you know what people say? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Recession. After the recession, what's going to happen? There's fear that's being put. People are going to lose their jobs. It's a reality. There's always going to be ups and downs. But whenever you have that fear in your heart, fear of something's going to happen to the family, fear is going to happen something to your money, Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. This is a dua that we have to read. And not only do we read, we have to have full yaqeen in that. We have to have full conviction that when I say Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil, that means that I truly mean it. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient for me and He is the best disposer of my affairs. And not only that, but what is the meaning behind this dua also? We find that first of all, Hasbunallah means Allah is sufficient for me. You know, usually when we have a problem there are many people that we have in our in our contact book that if I need if I have this problem I'm gonna contact this person these are the few people I need to contact and we say what that as long as I know this person I tell them they will inshallah take care of it that is what it means hasbunallah I know that Allah is sufficient for me I don't need anyone else's help as long as I have Allah's help that's all that matters. And then wa wakil. By the way, in the Arabic language, one of the meanings of you know wakil is attorney. Okay, one of the meanings of wakil is attorney. So let me give you an example. You know, imagine you have this huge company, and someone sues you, for example. Okay, someone sues you, for example. Now, in that situation, you appear in court, or let's just say there's any other situation, you appear in court. Usually, what do you want in court? you want to have the best attorney in town, right? You want to have an amazing attorney on your side. Someone who's going to defend you. Someone who knows how to close cases. Someone who has a reputation that no matter what threat comes your way, they will stand on your side. And usually what happens is, what happens to the client? The client just sits back and he relaxes, right? Yes or no? Because you know that if I have an amazing attorney on my side, nothing's going to come and get to me, right? And you let the attorney take care of every single thing. He's the one who's representing you. He's the one who's taking care of your affairs. And you are simply just relaxed. When we say, وَنِعْمَ wakil. You are basically saying that not only is Allah sufficient for me, but I've put my entire matter in Allah's hand and I'm relaxed now because inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of that. That is what that means. That is what that means. We got to understand what that means. So this is what it means. Hasbunallahu wa wakil. And then finally I will say that any time in the Quran we find this word, Hasbunallah or Hasbiyallah, it means that you are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be on your side. And we find this in many places in the Quran. Even we find at the end of Surah Tawbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنِتُّمْ حَرِيصٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَوْفُ الرَّحِيمٌ Allah is talking about the nature of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The emotional connection that the Prophet alayhi wa sallam, he had with his ummah. And then Allah says, فَإِن تَوَلَّوْا If they turn away from you, فَقُلْ حَسْبِيَ اللَّهِ 
Allah is sufficient for me. There is no no one no other deity besides him. Alayhi tawakkaltu. Upon him I put my reliance. And uh, and he is the Lord of the uh, the magnificent throne. So what that basically is is that Abu Darda radiallahu anhu mentions that anyone who recites this dua seven times morning and seven times the evening, then Allah subhanahu wa taala will be sufficient for them in all their affairs. This is the last ayah of Surah Tawbah. لا حسب الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العشرين. And many other places we find uh, we find the same thing. So whenever we remember whenever we're staring at any kind of fear that can be you know that is put into our heart, anytime we feel like that, my God, what's going to happen? There's a fear. People are you know it can be related to anything. The very first thing we do is. We put our reliance in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. See, what has to happen is we first put our reliance in Allah, then we can go and talk to someone and get some help. There's nothing wrong with that. Usually it's the complete opposite. We go, we exhaust all of our options. When all of the options are exhausted, Ya Allah, I ask you, no. We first go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? Because what happens is that Allah is basically the you know he's the the backup plan he becomes the backup plan allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to be the primary plan everyone else is the backup plan hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakeel may i ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep keep our heart clean may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always be on our side may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take care of all of our affairs ameen rabbil alamin jazakumullah khair assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh إن المسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والقانتين والقانتات والصادقين والصادقات والصابرين والصابرات والخاشعين والخاشعات والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقات والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما